Hello and welcome back to another edition of the ProFit Podcast. This is another solo episode with myself, Paul Campy. My co-host, Matt Robinson, will be taking next week's episode and carrying on from what I'm going to discuss today. So, our next mini-series, we were looking at what to do for our next mini-series and overwhelmingly we get asked a lot of questions about semi-private PT or small group personal training and what it is, how you should do it, how you start to leverage into that part of uh, a business model for PTs. Because a lot of the PTs we coach and mentor, they start as one-on-one and then they gradually progress to something like this product I'm going to start to talk to you about today. So we wanted to do a three-episode three series on semi-private, how we set it up, how it works, all the juicy stuff to give everybody insights into that. So here we go. Every personal trainer wants to have a long-lasting, successful and fulfilling career, yet still so many struggle to gain momentum and end up settling for less than their potential or worse still, leaving the industry before they even get started. With over 30 plus years of experience of coaching clients and mentoring thousands of personal trainers, we have dedicated our professional lives to helping others reach that potential. We are your hosts, Paul Campy and Matt Robinson, and welcome to the ProFit Podcast, the best place to come for PT career success. Okay, first up, semi-private training, what is it? So typically, this is going to be a group of two to four people. Now, in our opinion, any bigger than about four, it starts to get into more of a group training model. It's less personal. You can do it. You can. There are lots of gyms that are doing this really effectively, five plus, even up to 10 in a group. And there are benefits to that. But I think that's a different model to the one we're going to discuss in the next few episodes. So you're looking at two to four people in a group two to four session sessions per week, typically. Sometimes you can have some kind of bigger group community session going on each week as well, where you might bring all participants from your semi-private PT together. We know a lot of coaches and have done this ourselves very effectively in the past. That helps build community. Um, it can be, and I really want to emphasize this bit, it can be people with similar goals, but it doesn't have to be. I think a lot of trainers make this mistake. I think it's common that when they're looking at this, uh, putting their one-on-one clients together or even when they're starting a semi-private model from scratch, they always think that the people have to have the exact same goal. That, that doesn't have to be the case in our opinion. Similarities you do have to look for are, are these people going to get on? Is there going to be a good group dynamic? Is the energy going to match within the group or are people going to complement each other well? Because the key to getting a good semi-private group going is – the energy and the dynamic needs to be positive. It needs to be uplifting. And yes, a lot of that comes from us and our coaching, but it also comes from gelling the right people together. So I would suggest looking at your personality types, um, do psych profiles even if you if you get a chance to do that with some of your clients. If not, don't worry if it's too much. Um, you can always just look at, are these people going to get on? Do they have similar interests? Are they similar in the way they demonstrate their core values? You know, Are they going to click quite well? And to be honest, then the goals can come secondary to that. They might have slightly different goals, but they get on so well and they encourage each other so well that you can program different for them or slightly different. Um, They all usually follow 
some kind of this. So this is all semi-private training. They usually follow some kind of core syllabus. So what I mean by this is they're all basically doing a similar type of program. So I know that might sound counterintuitive because of what I've just said, that they might have different goals, but they're all following a similar pattern of programming. It might be that they all train three times a week together. They all do a push, squat, pull, hinge, carry, brace, but the individual tweaks within that are for their specific needs. So they might all do a pull and a squat in their A1, A2, but they have different pull and squat exercises based on what they're trying to achieve in their goal, if that makes sense. So they, they all follow a core program or a core syllabus. And this is the same for their nutrition. They'll all, they'll all follow principles within nutrition and principles within their mindset, but there'll be some individual tweaks in there that's going to be specific to each person. So that's where I think this is different from just getting 10, 12 people in a group smashing them through exactly the same workout. I think it's harder to make individual tweaks when it starts getting up to those kinds of numbers. But for between two and four people, I think you can still keep it very personal. You can still make very individual tweaks within a core syllabus, but they're all going to be following some core foundational principles. Um, I think there tends to be, or what we've seen work really well within a, a semi-private model is having some open time in your diary as a coach as well which might just be an afternoon one afternoon a week where you have time booked out to deal with any individual problems that might pop up so this has been really effective because a lot of the, the challenges and objections from pts usually is well how am i going to review my clients how am i going to check in with them individually and yes you'll probably have a check-in form there every week as well that they fill in but having a little bit of open office time in your diary each week just allows the clients, if they need it, to book a one-on-one -on -one with you. And it might just be 20 minutes, might just be 15 minutes on the phone, just to check in and say, I've got a few things I could do with talking through with you. Do you mind if I grab you for 15 minutes? And they just book in. That can be through a booking system. So I, re I always recommend that. I think it's a good little add-on and it allows you to individualize or deal with specific problems that comes up with each client. Um, and the last thing I would probably say in the actual product in terms of what it is, is there's usually some kind of central communication as well. So maybe a Facebook group or a WhatsApp group or an app that allows you to do centralized communication out to all of your clients. That's just efficient. It just allows you to leverage your time. It allows you to send group messaging. It allows everybody to mingle and mix with each other as well. And it allows people to see common answers to common questions and, and common threads so it, it builds a sense of community. It allows you to communicate quickly and effectively, very effective within a semi-private setup and a semi-private system. Okay, so that, that's in a nutshell what it is. I hope that's given you a description because that the first blocker sometimes we find is people don't really understand what we mean when we say small, small group PT or semi-private PT. They're not really sure what it is. And I think that can create barriers within a trainer's head as well to go, well, it's not going to be that personal. You can make it super personal if you stick to what I've just described there. Okay, on to the next thing. Why we do it. So why, why semi-private training? Why would a trainer at a certain point in their career do this? Right, dead simple. For the coach, so this is beneficial for the coach, is leverage. It's as simple as that. This semi-private group model allows you to see more clients 
so you can have more impact on people, which is what we all want to do. We all want to reach more people if we can. And that doesn't have to be change the world. That is just reach more people in your area, reach more people in your gym. <laughs> you know, there's plenty of people for everybody. Might be that you want to go from seeing 20 clients regularly to seeing 40 clients regularly. So you want to double the amount of people in your business. Um, it allows us to cut down our contact hours as well. So I'll give you a bit of an example of that in a second, but it allows us to actually chop down the amount of hours we're doing per week by putting people in small groups. So therefore it gives us freedom, which is another thing that we all strive for. We all want more freedom, more flexibility. Well, this model allows that. And the third big rock in this that we can leverage is it allows us to make more income. And let's be honest, that's probably the one that not a lot of people admit it's about, but it is a factor. If you can make more money in less time and have more impact, it's a good recipe. So it allows you to charge less to the client but actually make more per hour. So I'll give you a quick example of this so everybody can hear what I'm talking about in terms of the numbers because it always helps people visualize it a little bit more, I think. So if you're currently running a one-on-one -on -one business and you're delivering 30 hours per week of personal training one-on-one -on -one at £40 a session, okay? So you've got up to where you're charging £40 a session, perhaps. So your income is going to be £1,200 a week. And just a few kind of benefits of semi-private here, but in reverse, I guess, is plus 30 hours a week face-to-face -face training is hard work. I've been there myself. I've been up to 40-plus hours a week one-on-one -on -one training. It is hard work. So you, you have to be on your game constantly. You have to be very in charge of your eating, sleeping, training, your own mental health, or you burn out. Like simple as that. It's a lot of work. It's very tough. It can be done, but it doesn't allow much margin for error. It doesn't allow much time for fun, for family, for friends. You have to be on your A game in terms of your personal care. And, and your income is capped as well. There's no room to make any more money because if you're doing 30, 40 hours of PT a week, that's it. That's all you're doing. Um, so £1,200 a week if you're delivering 30 sessions at £40. Now, contrast that with the semi-private group model. If we are delivering 20 hours of semi-private training per week, so we've cut our hours down by 10, with four people in every single group, in every single session, paying us £25 a session, which should be the right rate based on the £40 one-on-one, -on -one, then we're making £100 per hour for every one of those 20 hours. So our income has now stepped up to £2,000 a week from 1200 and we're delivering 10 less hours. Now, I know what a lot of people will be saying here. Yes, the programming might take a little bit more prep because you've got four people in the group. Yes, if you're in a commercial gym, there can be some challenges getting on certain pieces of kit. So you might have to be flexible when you're moving people around the session. And yes, you're going to have more clients to manage which can have its challenges as well. But I've also put in brackets here in my notes, isn't that the point? Aren't we trying to impact more people? And if we stop at our 30 sessions one-on-one, -on -one, then we're limiting ourselves in terms of the amount of people we can reach. So yeah, there's some challenges in there, but for delivering 20 hours, you're now making £2,000 a week and you've freed up 10 hours to help you with all those mini challenges as well. So it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And I also noted down here that 
in our opinion, everybody who's tried semi-private that we've coached through or we've done ourselves or, or we've done into a team, um, we've mentored into a team, at first it's tough, definitely. They definitely find it harder. And ironing out these challenges takes a little bit of time. But as you get more experienced at delivering semi-private training, you get a hell of a lot slicker at these things. You get much more efficient at the programming, the communication, gelling people together. And after a while, it's pretty steady. It becomes very familiar, the same way that one-on-one PT will become familiar. So stick with it, give it some time, learn the ropes with it, and you will get to where you're working 20 hours a week with a six-figure income in your business. So massive benefits to it from there in terms of you, the coach. All right, why would the client do it? This is a, a stickier wicket, I guess. Um, so for the client, th- there is multiple benefits. I know at first people think it's personal training, it's not going to be as personal. Right, listen, first off, the obvious benefit for the client is money, cash. It's going to cost them less to train with you. If they're training twice a week, one-on-one, on our £40 rate, that's £80 a week. If they start to do a semi-private package one on uh, twice a week, that's... £50 a week, two times £25. In fact, they can now train three times a week for £75. So it's still less than they were paying and they can train more often. Now, that benefit can be hugely beneficial for the client. And quite often, we don't sell that hard enough to the, to the client that, listen, I can see you three times a week now instead of two and you're still paying less. So there's a huge benefit financially for the client. They get training buddies. Number two, they get training buddies. So they get people who they can now pair up with and come and do their sessions outside of their PT in the gym. They've now got training buddies who they know because they've got them as part of their group and they feel a part of the team. And this is again important where we need to match up the right personalities to create a great team dynamic. And if you do a good job of that and if you gel people together well and you get them talking, you get them interacting and that's part of our role then they will have friends for life. If they stick together in the gym three or four times a week for a couple of years, those people will be friends for life. So they will have compadres, they will have teammates, they will have training buddies in the gym. Um, As said above, they, they potentially could be training more often now. They might train three times a week instead of two with their PT, and they might also train with their training buddies. They might do an extra one or two sessions with them. So that's awesome. More compliance, more visits to the gym equals better chance of getting results. So it does actually improve their results. Um, something else which is kind of beneficial for you again here, but also for the client, is the, the energy in the session doesn't just come down to how the personal trainer is feeling. You now have five bodies in this group, including the trainer, who provide energy. And if you think about it, yeah, one or two of them might not quite be in a great mood when they come into the gym today, but the chances are you'll be in a good mood as the trainer. And there might, there'll be a couple of the people in the four who are also in a good mood. So it lifts the whole spirit of the session and it doesn't always have to rely on the trainer pumping all the energy into it to get the mood up. Um, and that means, well, that that's indirectly a benefit to the, the client because as a trainer, that means therefore you've got more energy. You've got more um, more energy to give to the people in front of you. And plus, let's not forget, we've saved ourselves 10 hours a week. So the chances are we're doing better self-care. We've had our time with our family. We've had our fun time and we're in a better mood. We're supercharged. So when we turn up for the sessions or when we do our sessions with the clients, 
we're feeling great and we can put that across to the clients in a better way. So they actually get a better service than one-on-one in our opinion on that side of things. Okay, so I think that clears up why we do it. Why for the coach and why for the client. Okay, what about when? When to do it? And this is something we wanted to discuss. When should you change from a one-on-one model or when should you look at a semi-private group training model? I think there's maybe four reasons here why you'd want to look at or when you would want to look at a semi-private model. First one, when you're oversubscribed on a one-to-one. So either you've got a waiting list and you can't fit anybody else in. And I don't, I don't think that's a great option. I know that you know that will create some scarcity and that will potentially allow you to push your one-on-one prices up, which I would definitely recommend if you have a waiting list. But I'd, I'd rather try and get the people in. So I think if you're oversubscribed on a one-to-one model, I think it's time to look at semi-private. And I think you're in a, a really good position to do that as well. So if you're listening to that as a trainer and you're thinking, that's me, I would look at a semi-private group model. Second reason, um, when you need time back for something, and I know for myself and Matt, this was the reason when we first went semi-private PT. Matt and I are also PT mentors. So it might be that you have another role within your setup or you have another responsibility that you want to make sure you're, you're giving enough time to. And that means your PT diary is being a little bit squeezed. So for Matt and myself, we needed time to mentor more personal trainers. So we had to cut down our PT hours, but we also have very loyal PT clients that we didn't want to let down. So we wanted to make sure that we could still service all those clients, but in in a shorter space of time per week. So we could have more time to mentor PTs. So if you're looking at your diary and that's the time for you, that could be another right time to look at semi-private. Number three, when you're at a point in your one-to-one career uh, that, that you need development. Um, now, a, a little side note in this is that you may love one-on-one PT, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think there's, there's plenty of guys out there killing it, doing one-on-one. They love one-on-one. They love that dynamic. More power to you. That's great. As long as you're charging enough for your one-on-one time, as long as you're charging appropriately for that, then I think, great, go for it. But there is definitely a point where you feel like you're developed enough where you could handle three, four people in the one hour, because I do think it takes different skills. And I know Matt's of a similar opinion, opinion here that we both think it's, it's a different set of skills managing one person versus four. One isn't better than the other necessarily, but I think it takes a bit of maturity, a bit of experience. We both think that all trainers should really cut their teeth on one-on-one training and get their their kind of their stripes through doing one-on-one PT. And when you can get results with one client consistently and reliably, then definitely you're in a position where you could manage two, three, or four people in that same hour. So you might just reach that point in your career where you think, I'm ready for the leap. And the last one, not many people want to talk about this because it's a bit more vulgar, but you want to make more money you just reached a point where you want to make more income and you want to have more impact and you want to have more freedom. And there's nothing selfish about that. That is just something that all of us desire and we deserve. If you've reached a point in your career where you can do that, brilliant, get after it. I don't think there's any downside. And I'm going to finish this episode 
I'm going to wrap up this by looking at what it isn't. So I want to just put a bit of a counter argument here for if you think a little bit like this, then I would say semi-private group training isn't for you. So first of all, it isn't a way to make a quick book. When we go through small group or semi-private numbers with people, so I did that earlier in the episode, I think a lot of people's eyes light up. I think they look at the money and think that's great. I only have to work two hours a week or 20 hours a week and I can make six figures. That should not be the reason to do small group training. I think the client experience, just like any other good business model, the client experience has to come first. So if you feel like that's going to be diluted in some way, you don't necessarily, or you're not feeling like you're doing it for the right reasons, you're just doing it for the cash, then I would hold back on small group training. Number two, a bit controversially this one, but we don't think it's a product for new PTs. That might be a bit of an unpopular opinion, but as I said this before, Matt and myself feel like this is a product for a slightly more experienced PT. Once you've got to a point where you are reliably, consistently getting results with your one-on-one clients and you feel like you can handle more people in that session, because as we always say, especially when we're explaining things to clients, it isn't necessarily about learning more stuff it's about learning what shit to cut out and i think this is the same the more you've been doing one-on-one you learn what things to keep in and what things to just get rid of and quite often that then allows you more thinking time to make take more clients on i don't think this is a product for brand new pts if you're a new pt listening to this i would say go with one-on-one get good consistent reliable results on that then look at semi-private as a, a progressive model from there the third thing or uh, sorry, the third thing out of four here is it isn't easy street. It's definitely not easy street. It's tough. The sessions themselves, be prepared to be tired afterwards. So if you've got four people to manage, you have to make sure every single one of those people feels special when they leave. We always talk about the person comes in at energy, maybe two out of 10. They have to leave at seven, eight, nine out of 10. And that goes for all four people in your hour. So you have to make sure You've spoken to everybody individually by name. You've given them some kind of compliment, some kind of coaching. You've checked in with them to see how their day has been. You've made sure you've done technique check as the session's going on. You know, you've picked up on any negative body language or anything that looks like it's slightly off with the client and you've noted that down to tackle later. So it's hard work. There's a lot of energy that you'll put into that session. Let's remember you've got 10 hours a week back in your diary each week. But it's not easy street. It does take effort, does take work, You, but the rewards long-term are, are super excellent. And the last one, the one I want to finish with today, and probably the one most common objection that we hear from PTs all the time, is that the, P, the client will not get as good of a service. So therefore, the trainer believes that semi-private is almost a lower value product than one-on-one. And Sometimes people price it appropriately. So I know people who have started their semi-private group training model may have been charging 35, 40 pounds for their one-on-one and they drop the group training down to like 10 pounds a session per person, which means they're actually not earning any more. If you're going to do a proper semi-private model and you're charging 40 pounds for your one-on-one, my recommendation is that your semi-private is at least a little bit more than half. So 25 pounds per person per session. So if you have four in the group, you're making 100 pounds instead of 40. It's pointless if you're going to charge 10 and keep it as a lower level value product. 
it has to be higher than one-on-one or at least the same, if not better than your one-on-one product. And the client will not feel like they are not get, like they are getting an impersonal service if you do the things that we'll map out for you in the next two episodes. And I think that tees it up quite nicely. For next week, we will go through more in detail how you set this up, how you get it rolling. I hope that's kind of teed it off for you today. Make sure you tune in to next week's episode and the week after. And other than that, adios, have a good week and see you next week. If you've enjoyed the show so far or just this particular episode, then please feel free to head over to Apple Podcasts and Spotify to leave us a rating and review. And as always, we want you to tune in next time. So hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. And we will catch you again very soon in our latest Profit Podcast episode. Take care and we will see you very shortly.